Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Happy Friday. I think we're going to call this Fat Friday now because I was talking to someone this morning and we are like, what is the new term for Friday? And I said TGIF and she said, that's an old term. And I said, okay, we're going to go with Fat Friday now. So we're going to introduce this with Fat Friday. Are we ready for today's show? Oh my gosh, this one is going to be amazing because we are talking about acid reflux, the thing that so many people struggle with. But before we do that, I want to tell you something really awesome. I am launching my next group coaching program September 11th. So it's just in a little over two weeks. And I maxed the group to 10 women and help them go through this 12-week program, coach them, mentor them, help them figure out what is going on at the root of their health issues. This is everything that I teach in my one-on-one program. It's just in a group setting. And sometimes it's better because we're in a community and we're helping each other out. So if you're someone that thrives in a group, in a community where there's more accountability, And that connection, if you're thriving for that connection with other people that are going through similar things as you are, this is the right thing for you. So check out the link in the show notes. You can go there, book a consultation with me, and I want to get to know you, what's going on with you, what you're struggling with, and what you need help with. And then I want to find out what your goals are and how we can get you there. Go there, grab that link book a consultation. You can also email me at lizzie at undietyourself.live if you have any questions and you need anything other than just that. All right, we're going to go into today's show about acid reflux. Are you one of those people that um, constantly struggles with heartburn? Heartburn and acid reflux are the same thing. Um, And maybe you're downing Tums or maybe you're downing Prilosec, because this is what the doctor has told you, or maybe you just think that that's what you need. Because um, the heartburn, let's just be honest, it's terrible. I have not had it very often, but when I was pregnant, I had it absolutely terrible. I could not figure out how to not have it. Thankfully, I didn't have to go on medication for it, but I, I actually did avoid using Tums and Prilosec while I was pregnant because they're just filled with fillers and dyes and I refused to do that. So I took other uh, precautions and I, I took other more natural steps to help alleviate the heartburn. But there's several reasons why this can be happening with the heartburn. There's, there's multiple things that can cause it. And we're going to dive into all of that. But I want to share something with you that maybe you don't know. So when you go to the doctor, and this actually happened to me, I went to see the doctor and I saw a nurse nurse practitioner. This was quite a few years ago. And I was having really, really 
bad heartburn over and over and over. And this was when, before I was pregnant and I couldn't figure out why it was happening. Well, the only thing that the nurse practitioner told me or told me to do was to go get some Prilosec and start taking Prilosec. And I looked at the ingredients of what's in Prilosec and I was appalled. I was like, there's no way I'm putting that into my body. Food dyes, preservatives, and other things too that that are really, really bad for your health. So I started doing some research on it and realized that that's not going to fix my problem, nor are Tums. I got some Tums too to show you guys. I recently had someone tell me, like she called me and she's like, Lizzie, like I can't eat anything. My, my stomach hurts so bad. And so we started talking and I was trying to figure out like what's going on. She was highly, highly stressed and she was eating nothing but chunk food. And so her stomach was just hurting and hurting to the point where she couldn't eat. And then she tells me she had (laughs) Tums and these things taste delicious. This is a assorted berries. And she said she was, she literally ate like an entire bottle. I don't know how big her, her bottle was, but she ate like an entire bottle of Tums because it was the only thing that was helping her like feel better. And they tasted like candy. Well, it exacerbated, exacerbated, <laughs> exacerbated her, her heartburn to the point where she was so sick. She had to like go be in bed and she wasn't able to eat or really drink anything. And I told her that she just destroyed like all of her stomach acid. So one of the things that you guys need to understand and know, and something that most people don't know, this when you have heartburn, it's actually a sign that you have too little stomach acid. So we need adequate amounts. We actually need a lot of stomach acid. And when you go, when you just, if you really think about this, think about this, you have heartburn. Okay, so it burns, it comes up to your throat, and you can feel and taste the acid. And you're like, okay, I must have too much stomach acid. And the doctor will actually tell you that you have too much stomach acid, which is why they put you on, on Prilosec, because Prilosec, Literally on on the front of the the box, it says it's an acid reducer. So Prilosec is meant to reduce, and Tums as well, it's meant to reduce your stomach acid. Well, you already have too little stomach acid. So now what you're doing, what this is doing is it's masking the symptom, but it's not fixing the problem in long term. It's making it worse. So here's what I want you to remember. Heartburn does not mean you have too much stomach acid. For most people, it means you have too little stomach acid. And here's why. You need lots of stomach acid in your stomach. So think of it this way. When you throw like food in your Vitamix or your Blend Tech and you turn that engine on and it starts to churn everything, That's what your stomach should be doing. It needs to be a powerhouse 
And that's what the stomach, the lining, the HCL of your stomach lining is supposed to be doing. But if you don't have enough of that going on, if you don't have enough stomach acid there, it cannot do its job to digest and absorb and germ the food that comes in. And so what then can happen because you don't have enough to digest your food that's coming in, now all of a sudden it can come back up the, the esophagus. And sometimes there's also um, parts of your esophagus that there's something called the 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 spincher spincher that's supposed to close like the what the thing that's like connected to your stomach so like your where your esophagus is and there's a spincher that is from your esophagus to your stomach that's supposed to close once the food is in the stomach for some people let's take estrogen for an example this is where hormones are connected to this as well and this is why i um, had heartburn the way that I did and why a lot of pregnant women get heartburn. When you are pregnant, your estrogen, especially in the last trimester, will rise, okay? Because estrogen's job is to start relaxing the body, relaxing the muscles in order to give birth. Estrogen is the, the dominant hormone that's going to be available to help push the baby out. Progesterone is to keep the baby in. Estrogen is to keep uh, push the baby out. So in the third trimester, our estrogen levels go up. And what it does is it relaxes things. And this is where a lot of women have trouble with heartburn because it's also relaxing that spinter that's supposed to keep the stomach closed, not to mention you have the baby pushing up, you know, into your <laughs> into your stomach. And that's why you can have, and sometimes it doesn't close the way that it's supposed to close. And that's why you can have all that heartburn problem when you are pregnant. So those are some, some things that can be going on. Now, the reason that we need this much stomach acid as well is because we need that in order to digest our protein, grab onto the iron, and grab onto the B12 and B vitamins that are coming in. So protein is one of the macronutrients that does not start to get digested and absorbed until it hits the stomach acid because protein is the hardest thing for our body to break down and utilize. It is the boss of the macros and it is the thing that most people don't eat enough of. And it's the boss. But it does take your body longer to grab onto it and it's harder to digest it. But that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. This is why you need adequate amounts of stomach acid in order to digest and absorb and churn the protein. A lot of people that are low in, if, if you get your labs done and it shows that you are low in iron, low in B12, and even magnesium, a lot of times the reason behind that is that you don't have enough stomach acid in order to digest and absorb and utilize the nutrients that are coming in. So when I see someone that is low in iron, 
are low in B12, yes, we want to make sure that we're doing proper things to, you know, they might take like a beef liver capsule or something like that in order to get their iron levels up. And that's also going to give them the B vitamins. However, to fix the problem of why they're low in the first place, we also look at the stomach acid and do we need to do things to bring their stomach acid levels back up? Because remember this, you're not what you eat. You are what your body can digest and absorb. And here's the reason why. You can have low stomach acid. You can have insufficient enzymes, um, saliva, your gut lining being impaired, your whole digestive system, you know, not grabbing on, digesting and utilizing and absorbing the nutrients properly. You can eat as healthy as you want, but if your digestive system is not able to grab onto those nutrients, you're going to have malabsorption issues. So again, you're not what you eat. You are what you can digest and absorb. Well, how, how well the body's able to grab onto those things. So keep that in mind. Okay. So that was a lot of information. <laughs> we are about to go to our first break. And, uh, but I want you to stay tuned here because when we come back from this break, we're going to dive into this even more on the role of why this is happening, what causes stomach acid to get lowered, why do you have low stomach acid in the first place, and also what other symptoms and what other um, health issues can come up when you consistently have low stomach acid. And then towards the end of the show today, I'm going to give you some things, some steps and tools that you can start applying on a day-to-day -day basis to help you boost the stomach acid, to help you get more stomach acid so that you are able to uh, grab onto those nutrients better and utilize it and use it in a way that your body is supposed to use it. So don't go anywhere. We're going to come right back after the break and keep diving into this subject. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost 
at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Lizzie at UndietYourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are having an amazing show today talking about heartburn, stomach acid, all the fun things about that, because here's one thing that I want you to remember. Your stomach is the major powerhouse of digestion because it's responsible for most of the effective breakdown of your food particles. So a huge percentage of your breakdown happens in the stomach, and then there it, it will continue on into the small intestines, and there's an, another step of breakdown that happens in the small intestines, but the health of your stomach is what matters for the entire system. For most of our foods, other than protein, the beginning of our digestion happens in the mouth with the saliva, which is why the health of your, your mouth is so important. But for protein, it's a stomach. We have to focus on that. And so there are some things that I want to go into and share with you guys, like what can cause stomach acid to be low in the first place? Like what decreases the stomach acid? And here's something that I always ask people when I suspect that they have low stomach acid. I ask them, hey, do you have a lot of stress? Or when they get a flare-up of heartburn, do you have a lot of stress? And the answer is always yes. And I go, okay, so here's something to remember. Chronic stress is one of the top things that will decrease your stomach acid. It's crazy, right? Like I remember back before I knew any of this information, I was, I had a job at a nursing home as a, as a certified nurse's aide. That's, that's, um, that was like the longest job I had before I then left and, and became a personal trainer after that. But when I was working there, I remember, you know, having these reoccurring stomach pains, like it was, it was a uh, heartburn plus stomach pain where I could eat something one day and be completely fine. And then the next day I could eat the same thing and have intense stomach pain. And it would not go away until it went through my entire system. And uh, later on, I found out that it was due to stress. And now I know that that stress was the inducer of it, which then lowered my stomach as it um, caused inflammation in my body. And then my body wasn't able to digest the food properly, which then caused these inflammatory issues. And it was just this whole slew of things that was really, really uncomfortable. And I'm actually going to dive into this just a little bit more because I was, I was having a conversation with someone yesterday and uh, we were doing a consult consultation call and he was telling me about how for the last four years, he's been having these intense uh, flare ups. And it's like, he, he thought it was just all related to food. Like 
what kind of foods he needs to cut out. But then it was like, hey, I can't figure out which foods I actually need to cut out because sometimes he could eat it and be fine. And sometimes he and then other times he he couldn't eat it or he'd, he'd eat it and he wasn't fine. And so I had to tell him, like, listen, it and it, it would be something like bell peppers or guacamole. You know, it wasn't like he was eating like a pastry or something that's going to just like that. He's like sensitive to gluten. It wasn't that. It was healthy foods. And I told him, I said, listen, it's not about you just being sensitive to these foods. There's actually something going on on a much deeper level in your digestive system. And you're having a reaction to these foods because of the inflammatory issues that you're having. And we need to figure out what those reasons are, what those issues are, heal that part, and then you shouldn't have these reactions. But I asked him this one specific question. I said, um, are you stressed a lot? <laughs> and he kind of laughed and he's like, yes. So he owns some franchises and you know, really type A high level business person. And I said, Oh, yeah, you're stressed. And he doesn't know how to get himself down off of that stress. So what that's doing is causing chronic inflammation in his body. And he probably has low stomach acid, but also other things downstream issues that are happening because there's a ripple effect that happens. And so that's what stress can do. So when this is happening, you have to learn how to manage your stress better. You have to learn how to come off of that high and bring yourself back into your body. Allow your body to not be so stressed and tense all the time because these are things that can happen. Okay. So stress, chronic stress is like one of the number one things that will decrease your stomach acid. And then drugs will decrease your stomach acid. So if you're on medication, those things can decrease your stomach acid. And like I showed you before, your tongues and your Prilosec, the any kind of anti-acid kind of thing, uh, thing that you're popping into your mouth, um, those things will actually lower your stomach acid when in reality, you need to have more. You need to have more stomach acid. I will talk to you about how to boost your stomach acid. Don't worry. Don't go anywhere. Um, things like H. pylori. So if you have H. pylori, you typically have low stomach acid. Autoimmune diseases are very much connected to low stomach acid. Hormone imbalances, hypothyroidism, and obviously like vitamin deficiencies as well. All of those things can be connected to low stomach acid or cause low stomach acid. So there's one like, hey, you have low stomach acid and then some of these things like autoimmune and uh, hormone and thyroid, uh, things that are happening, that can be a ripple effect downstream because of the low stomach acid. But I wanna tell you something else. When we have low stomach acid, we cannot fight off pathogens that are coming in as well. So if you find yourself having reoccurring food poisoning, which a few years ago, I was having like, I, I had two or three food poisoning episodes 
within a year. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Like never had that, that experience before. And um, it was like when I would eat one time, it was because I ate like fresh salsa. And I don't know if because everything was fresh and there just happened to be a specific pathogen in there. And my body was not able to fight it off because everybody else that was sitting with me had the same thing and they didn't get sick. So that told me that there's something going on with my system that wasn't able to fight off whatever pathogen was coming in. So like viruses, you're prone to not be able to fight off viruses as well. You're prone to not be able to fight off parasites as well. So low stomach acid it can be related to your parasite levels being too high. So one of the things that you want to think about when you know that you have low stomach acid is, do you have high parasites? Do you have H. pylori? Do you have any of those things going on um, that could be also a side effect of having low stomach acid because you're not able to um, fight things off and digest and absorb. It's such a uh, complex system, but it is such an important system. Like you need to understand this in order to, this is what's called root cause healing. Like if you want to get to the root of your health issues, you have to understand these things so that you can fix it and then heal it and then move forward from it. So I've had high candida levels. I've had about 100 different food sensitivities. I've had parasites, like all of those things. Um, and B12, you know, all, all the things that were related to low stomach acid. And it wasn't until I made sure that I was uh, taking care of that part of me that things started to improve. Now, there are some other things that can cause your stomach acid to drop. If you have um, obsessive caffeine, that can drop your stomach acid. If you drink a lot of alcohol, that can drop your stomach acid. If you eat a lot of highly processed sugar, that can drop your stomach acid. So you just want to be aware of those things. Because if you do have a low stomach issue, acid issue, then you want to make sure that you have the proper tools in place in order to um, get your stomach acid to go up, okay? Um, there are some other things that can be associated with low stomach acid, which are allergies, asthma. So like allergies is a great example. If you are really, really sensitive to seasonal allergies or allergies to foods, allergies to pollens, like whatever the case may be, your stomach acid may be too low or it may be connected to that. And I just want you to, to uh, remember this. There's a very, very small percentage of people that have too much stomach acid. Very, very small. Most of, most of the time, it's the opposite. So keep that in mind. So just because someone says that you have too high stomach acid because you're having the, the acid reflux, just keep in mind that it may be the opposite. So 
we want to make sure that we don't um we we don't like uh what what's the word we want to make sure that we don't reduce the stomach acid more than what it already is because it's not going to fix the problem okay so a few more things that that um can cause low stomach acids you want to make sure that that um you're also regulating your nervous system so if you're and this has to do with with stress so if you're never allowing yourself to come down off of that fight or flight and you're not um coming back and having peace so like if you have anxiety and stuff like that like you have to make sure that you manage that as well as much as you possibly can because that can cause low stomach acid as well so tuning into your body tuning into what does my body need tuning into how am I managing my stress what can you do so if you're like getting up in the morning which I'm guilty of sometimes I'll be quite honest if you're getting up in the morning and you are like not drinking any well I'm not guilty of not drinking water but if I I always drink water first but if you're getting up and the first thing you're doing is drinking a cup of coffee especially black coffee like that can instantly drop down your stomach acid so now you've kind of like set up your day where you're like you you just drop your stomach acid so you won't have that adequate amount of stomach acid in order to digest and absorb the food for the rest of the day so a good practice would be hey let me drink some lemon water before I do anything else. Let me eat a little bit of food before I drink some coffee to help you keep that stomach acid up, all right? Okay, that was like step one into some things that you can do. We're gonna go to our next break, but when we come back, we're gonna start talking through some of the things that you can do in order to help boost your stomach acid and I'm going to tell you about something that you can do to test to see whether or not it's just an at-home thing that you can do whether or not you may have stomach acid so don't go anywhere we're going to be right back and then I'm going to give you some steps that you can apply to see if yours gets better all right we'll be right back don't go anywhere We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. 
Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. All right, we are on a roll today because we are talking about stomach acid, heartburn, all the things and how important your stomach acid is as it is for your entire digestive system. Like this is the catalyst to your digestive system. Before we dive in further, I want to remind you guys that my next group coaching program starts September 11th. I limit it to 10 women. It's a 12-week program, and we get to really dive into what is going on internally with your health, whether it is uh, thyroid, hormones, your gut, whatever it is. We do lab testing and some scans to see what's going on so we can get to the root cause of why you are feeling the way that you are and why you're not getting the results that you want. And um, you get to do this in a group, in a community where you can be connected to other women that are going through similar things and you have more support. So if this is something that you want to be a part of and you need that, remember, we're in September. This is going to take you. It's a 12-week program. So it's going to take you through the end of the year, which is, hey, I'm getting ready for the holidays. You're going to feel amazing for the holidays. Maybe you can go get a new wardrobe for the holidays because you just feel so good. So if this is something that you're like, hey, I don't want to wait until the new year to start feeling better and get to the root cause of your health issues, then let's start now. You can book a call with me with the link in the show notes and or you can also email me at lizzie at undietyourself.live sent me any questions that you have, but let's get you feeling better. Okay, we're going to talk about uh, some things that you can do now. Like before we went to the break, we were talking about some symptoms or things that can decrease your stomach acid. What are those things? Stress, caffeine, alcohol, obsessive sugar. All of those things can lead to decreasing your stomach acid, which then causes a downstream issue of thyroid issues, hormone issues, inflammatory issues, gut issues like bloating, indigestion, heartburn, <laughs> like the all the things that we don't want. That's what low stomach acid can lead to. Also, low iron, low B12, it's connected to your low stomach acid. And you need the acid in there in order to grab on to the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals, specifically protein and iron and B12, you need that stomach acid in order to digest and absorb the foods that are coming in. Remember, I'm going to say this again. You're not what you eat. You are what you can digest 
and absorb. And that is very, very much relied on with how well your digestive system is working. And the stomach acid is key number one. So just keep that in mind. All right. So we're going to talk about some things that you can do in order to find out whether or not you may have low stomach acid. There are some very expensive tests that you can do, but I don't think you need to go that route. There's one called the baking soda test. Very natural. Now, here's the thing. You don't want to uh, go and get like an arm and hammer kind of uh, baking soda. You want to get the best type of baking soda. I like, um, what's the brand? Bob's Red Mill. They have a really good clean brand of baking soda. And um, there's a there's a step-by-step process that you can do that, which reminds me, I also have an eight-week gut course that, that has eight lessons for the digestive system, the gut, how to heal your gut, all of those things. And there's an entire lesson on stomach acid. And then you get homework that comes with it. And it and this homework takes you through the step-by-step process of how you can test to see if you have low stomach acid and then what you need to do in order to help you boost the stomach acid. That's what the homework comes with. There's a baking soda test that you can do to see if you have low stomach acid, but I can't go through the step-by-step process to in order for you to like uh, do it effectively, but I would recommend the course and then be able to go through that. So we'll make sure that you guys get that in the show notes as well so that you can grab it and go through the course and it will help you. All right. Um, That's step number one to check to see whether or not you may have low stomach acid. And most people do. Most people that take the test are like, man, I don't have a lot of stomach acid which also is typically a an explanation of why they're having the symptoms that they are. So what do you do when you find out that you have low stomach acid? What are the next steps? There are some foods that you can utilize in order to help you boost your stomach acid. Um, things like apple cider vinegar. So apple cider vinegar, Think about it. It's pretty acidic, right? So you can use apple cider vinegar to help you boost your stomach acid. Um, Here are a couple other things that are really, really amazing. Black olives, celery, spinach. Those are things that can help boost your uh, stomach acid. They're called HCL foods. Um, so that's something that you can do. Now, here's, here's what I want to tell you as far as um, apple cider vinegar goes. One of the things that you can do with apple cider vinegar is you can take it um, before each meal. So you could take a tablespoon of ACV and put it in you know, a glass of water, not very much, and um, drink that about five to ten minutes before you have your meal and what that will do is boost your stomach acid and so then when you start having your meal your stomach is prepped and ready to 
start digesting and absorbing the food that's coming in. That's that's like an easy way to go about it. There's a, there's something else actually because enzymes are very much connected to this as well. But there's another uh, practice that I like to do, which is sauerkraut. Now, a lot of people cannot handle the the uh, <laughs> the idea of eating sauerkraut out of the jar. I'm pretty German. I can eat sauerkraut out of the jar and be 100% okay with it. My mom used to make sauerkraut at home. I still remember we would have like these five gallon buckets of we would we we grew all our own cabbage. And so we would just have heads of cabbage. And my mom was obsessed with making sauerkraut, but none of us kids would eat it. She was literally the only one that would eat it. We sold the sauerkraut. So we would shred all of this cabbage and then you put it in a bucket and you just like pound it with like this big wooden hammer or something. And um, and then you and there's salt. So it's literally like cabbage and salt. You ferment it. It has to sit in that bucket for quite a few weeks and it will um, like the top piece will get you know, grows, you don't want to eat that. But then you just scrape the top part and now you have like a five gallon bucket of sauerkraut. Anyway, I don't know why I'm sharing that story, but it just took me back to my mom's basement and how we used to make sauerkraut. Now I love sauerkraut. And here's what you can do. You can take a tablespoon of sauerkraut or two or a forkful like I do. You just take it out of the jar and you eat that about five to 10 minutes before a meal and that also preps your stomach for digestion isn't that amazing like these are such simple things that you can bring into your life to help i've had people practice the or do the sauerkraut part and they noticed a difference in their digestion within just a few days just a few days they were able, they like eliminated um, constipation because they were having uh, constipation um, issues and they started bringing sauerkraut in, changed everything. So sauerkraut will boost your enzyme activity, but it will also help with your stomach acid. So you just prepped your stomach. Now, a more long-term way that you can go about this is is um doing an hcl protocol where you take because pepsin is part of your um stomach acid as well and you can do an hcl pepsin supplement protocol which is actually in my gut course the whole protocol is in my gut course and you get to go through that and it's all step by step, which one you want to take and how to do it. That's a long term uh, fix that we're talking about here. So if someone's like, hey, I don't want to rely on uh, apple cider vinegar or sauerkraut, you know, for a very long time. Um, what we do is we go the HCL pepsin route. And we have them go through that protocol, that step-by-step -step protocol to long-term bring their uh, HCL up, which is your which is your stomach lining, your stomach acid. That's that's your HCL. 
Um, and so that's something that you can do is think more long term and go, okay, I'm gonna do um I'm gonna do the protocol, which is what you can get in the gut course. So we're gonna make sure that that link is in the show notes so that you can grab that and go through that. And I will tell you, the thing is packed with so much information and with every single uh, lesson, video lesson that you get, you get a download, a PDF download that you get to uh, keep and you have lifetime access to this course, by the way, but you have homework and step-by-step -step things that you can do. An example is, is um, the liver, which we're gonna be talking about next week is the liver there's a whole lesson on the liver in there and then you get to learn how to take care of your liver on a daily basis all right okay so those are some steps that you can take in order to help boost your stomach acid okay we're going to go to our last break but when we come back we're going to continue this topic continue this subject so don't go anywhere because we're going to still leave you with some more uh tools and things that you can apply all right don't go anywhere i'm lizzie Yuns on the i'm not fine show we often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good wellness is about feeling good and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Lizzie at UndietYourself.live. Now back to the program. All right, all right, all right, you guys, we are back and we are on the last stretch of today's show. And this has been such a fun one for me because I'm really passionate about this. If you haven't noticed yet, stomach acid, the whole nine yards, I love it. Um, before we dive into the rest of the show, I want to share with you next week's show is going to be about the liver, the liver's crucial role that it plays in our entire system, to be honest, but specifically for our hormones and our thyroid. So that is a show that you're going to want to tune into because you need to understand how your liver functions, how it works, and then how you can take care of it on a day-to-day -day basis. Because I'll tell you right now, there are things that I do on a daily basis to support my liver. So you're going to want to tune into that one next week because it's going to be amazing. Just like today's show was amazing. Stomach acid. <laughs> we are going to finish this out. Um, I shared with you guys some things that you can do as far as food goes, um, what you can do to help boost 
that stomach acid, apple cider vinegar, do some sauerkraut. Remember, black olives, celery, spinach, like those things can be really, really good to help because they're considered HCL foods. Now we're going to talk about some practical things outside of food that you can do and that are a must. And this has to do with chronic stress. Because remember, chronic stress is the number one thing that will decrease your stomach acid. So you have to make sure that you manage your stress well. How the heck do you do that? Most people actually don't know how to manage their stress. Stress is not a bad thing as long as you know how to manage it. Because stress can put us in a uh, an environment of like do or die. Like, okay, it's crucial that I get this done. Maybe it's stressful, but I have a deadline, right? So like deadlines can make us feel stressed. It can cause stress. But does it make us productive? A lot of times it does. <laughs> I actually did a show a while ago that was all about how to manage your stress and how stress isn't isn't necessarily a bad thing as long as you know how to manage it. So I learned this a few years ago. I, I don't easily get like really, really stressed. But when I do, I started to pay attention to how I manage it. And I, I listened to a really, really powerful TED Talk one time where this lady was talking about stress. And she said that she would work with clients um, that would come to her and say, hey, I want to have a stress-free life. How do I do that? Like that was their goal to have a stress-free life. And she would look at them and go, you have dead people's goals. And they're like, what? And she's like, well, only dead people don't have stress. There's no such thing as living a stress-free life. You just got to learn how to manage it. How do you manage it? Well, there's a couple of things that you need to do. You need to recognize the fact that you're going to have stress, right? And when are you stressed? Okay. So some of the things that I like to do when I um, have extra stress is I make sure that I Remember to bring myself down from that. How do I do that? Becoming present, becoming within myself again, going in here, bringing my my thoughts and my chaos in my head back to myself, right? Because stress is usually like chaotic and out there. But we have to bring it back in. How do we do that? By being quiet. We have to calm the nervous system down. We have to become quiet and we have to be okay becoming quiet. You know how many people are not okay being in a quiet place by themselves, listening to all the sounds around them, even though it's really quiet? Not until the last couple of weeks where I like really focused in on that. Just last week, I was doing, <laughs> I was doing another three-day fast. And those fasts I do for very specific reasons, not for weight loss, not for any of those things, but it teaches me things. What did it teach me last week when I was doing it? It taught me how to be okay being in the quiet, hearing 
you know, the walls creak or whatever. That sounds kind of creepy. But hearing those types of things and just being okay with it. Being okay with being in the quiet. And now it becomes peaceful. So breathing exercises. That is one way that you can calm the quiet down. So it allows you to come in here. So what I do like to teach my clients when, especially as moms, when you're busy with the kids and all of those things where it's like you're giving, giving, giving outside of you, you forget to give to yourself. One of the most simplest things that you can do is do 10 minutes a day. You have 10 minutes. Trust me, you do. 10 minutes a day where you sit down or you lie down and you go through a very structured, specific breathing exercise, which I have one that I always send my clients, um, that is going to allow you to become present with your body. Because when you're stressed, you're not present with your body. You're not present with your mind because it's scattered. It's chaotic. It's impossible to be pres- be super present with yourself when you're really, really stressed. Okay? So breathing exercises, very, very strategic breathing exercises that make you become present with even just how your body is breathing and how you are breathing and what you're putting back into your body. That can lower your fight or flight, calm your nervous system down, and therefore help your stomach acid because you're not as stressed anymore. Think about walking, going on a nature walk, just gentle walking. That's something that you can do as well. Go on a walk without music or a podcast or a book in your ears and listen to the sounds of nature. Please do that because I pay attention to this. Like when I go out for a walk in nature, which I'm not really doing right now in Phoenix because we're in the desert and it's hot. Um, But when I do, I'm like, you know what? We're not putting headphones on and we're not turning anything on. We're going on a walk and we're going to listen to the sounds that are in the world that are not in my ear. But I want to hear the birds. I want to hear the wind. I want to hear the leaves. I want to hear those things. Very, very calming. Okay. And then think about sauna. You can do a sauna. Okay. All of those things will help calm the nervous system down, take you out of that fight or flight make you, force you to become present with yourself. And that is what's going to help you. All right. Okay. That was a lot of information, but remember you guys got course. You can grab that link in the show notes and start your healing journey. We'll be back next week. I'm Lizzie Yens, your host on the I'm not fine show. Thank you for listening to the I'm not fine show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.